Hello and welcome. Thank you for downloading and finding our podcast. We are two friends who met in the desert in Afghanistan back in 2007 or 2008. We can't remember just right. I was a civilian contractor. He was in the military. We became friends and have remained friends throughout the years. We've bonded over being fathers, brothers, and sons with similar life experiences. Each week, we will discuss situations going on in one another's lives and provide our advice and input. Feel free to email or leave a voice message to contribute to the conversation each week. I'm Jafet. I'm Reese. And you're listening to My Life is a Roller Coaster. How is yours? All right. So how y'all doing this week? Man, doing well. Yeah, I'm good. good. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Definitely. Busy, yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we were all kind of too busy yesterday. Well, <laughs> two two of the three of us was kind of too busy yesterday to, to record. So uh, we're recording on uh, 12 July. This happens to be my mother's birthday. So I've already reached out to her this morning. Probably do a little something with her later on today. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. All right, I'll, yeah. all right, I'll pass that mm-hmm. on. Cool. So, all right. So I wanted to start something new, kind of um, kind of call it our top five. Just kind of see what everybody's got going on in their world. So uh, being sports, politics, or social media, movies, music, and books. I know we all kind of do those things every day, every week, every month, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so you mentioned, uh, you mentioned a book earlier on, on another conversation we were having, Reese, so Let's start with you, man. Uh, what you got going on, man? Uh, what's the last book oh, man. you read? All right. So um, last book, uh, Malcolm X. Um, <laughs> um, wow. Malcolm X, his, his book has a lot of nuance in it. Uh, Which uh, one? The, the one that's not the Alex Haley version, but the, um, but the Manning uh, Marbles ver- version. Uh, the life of mm-hmm. a reinvented Malcolm X. Um, I, I preferred okay. his book over Alex Haley because he's an academic, and so he took a lot of uh, he took an approach from a more um, historical approach, and he shined light on things that I just didn't know. Like I didn't know that uh, they thought that uh, Malcolm uh, X was gay. <laughs> Oh wow! Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yo, I'm telling you, man. They 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 said that he had a, a boyfriend. Um. Uh, yo, it's real. That's what they said. Um. Uh, does it does it stem from the time from when he was yeah, hustling or when he was yeah in when he was a hustler when he was a hustler? Yeah, he used to okay. he used to prostitute himself out like that. Oh yeah. wow! Huh. Okay. Um. Um, and he maintained a relationship because the guy was a, a wealthy, a wealthy man, and he he and he ah, felt okay. like the person okay. was going to come and get him out of prison. But I guess they were like, okay, I got all I'm gonna get. I'm a, I pay for all I'm gonna pay for. And <laughs> okay, so. that puts some con- that that puts a, a different context to it. But okay, yeah. cool. Jocelyn, what you reading? Um, so actually, I just found out that my aunt's. Uh, wrote a book. Her name is Candy Gual. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I had wow. no idea. She wrote it a few years ago. Um, 
and it's called and the shadows war colors it's reflections of a spiritualist um she's actually a yoruba priestess she has been for all of my life she's practiced the religion um so it just the book is just about you know her 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 walk through you know the religion her walk as a spiritualist you know some things that she's kind of like self-reflected on things that she's you know discovered her opinion on you know just the religion everything you know it's kind of based like a conversation between her and another person and this individual was new to the religion and she was coming up and so she had questions and so it's just her giving her guidance and you know yeah so it was uh, all right so say the title one more time and the shadows wore colors Reflections of a Spiritualist. And what's the author's name again? Candida Gual. Candida? We're, we're... Yes, Candida. That's it's in, You would say it in Spanish, but it's Candida. C-A-N-D-I-T-A. And last name Gual oh. is G-U-A-L. I forgot. I forgot. Y'all don't know. Jocelyn thinks she's Puerto Rican. I don't I think that, that I'm Puerto Rican. I am Puerto Rican. <laughs> Let's get that... <laughs> Let's get that together right now. So hold on. My grandmother is straight from Puerto Rico. She came over on the boat. What my boat? mom is so my grandfather is Puerto Rican too. Both of them came over on the boat. They have my parents, my other aunts and uncles. Uh-huh. So no. Hold on. And that hold was on, the culture. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So are you you're not an African from out of the diaspora. You you're just you're you're Puerto Rican. Your nationality is Puerto Rican. Um well I'm I'm mixed. My father is an African American, um and then my mom is Puerto Rican. Oh wow. Okay, so you speak Spanish and everything, John? No. <laughs> wow, Jafet. <laughs> Um, no. So no, I don't speak what? Spanish. I speak a little bit. Of, I speak. I speak a little bit of Spanish. I understand more than I speak. When I was growing oh, up, wow. when I was growing so up, she got a, it was the, so she got a fifth grader's uh, <laughs> a Hispanic uh, uh, class that she's taking, and she she went to uh, Puerto Rico one time. No, no, no. I wouldn't say that. So 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 let me put it in perspective. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm not teasing, okay? Me and I all when I met Jocelyn, she just looked like a regular black girl. And then we we kind of started talking a little bit. You know, I've been to Puerto Rico a couple of times. I got a lot of really, really good uh long term Puerto Rican friends. And then she mentioned, Oh yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I looked at her, I was like, no, you not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just kind of started talking about a few things. So that's just me just messing with Jocelyn. So, nah. Yeah. So she a real one, then. That's what you said. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yes. I was going to say something last episode when she mentioned where she was from. She had to put the little the little twist that's on the right. body, so y'all. You know. I was like, whatever. You know <laughs> 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 All right, let me get back to the little top oh. five thing. So my book... Is not as special as y'all's books. I'm just reading the, um, uh, this is this book, man. So me and this book got a, got a, got a, got some history. So I've lost this book. Well, first of all, I found this book in Afghanistan on a, on a library shelf at a fob. That's a forward operating base away from a bigger base. And then I had this book. I took it on a trip to the United States, lost it. And then I bought it, <laughs> misplaced it, 
and found it a couple of years later. So I've had this book for quite some time. It's called The, um, the Monster of Florence. It's, true, it's a true story based on an uh, Italian uh, serial killer. So I'm going to... That's the uh, book that you was telling me about when you was here. Yes. Oh, Lord. Yes. You're still trying to read that damn thing. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. But I mean, I've read a couple books in between, but this is, you know, so I'm, I'm on a trip right now. I'm, I'm traveling right now. So I took it with me um, so I could read it uh, when I have downtime. So <laughs> anyway. Okay. So music. What are everybody listening to? I just found this morning, so I got iTunes, and I, I turned on my iTunes this morning, and um, Big Crick got a new album out, so I just started listening to that wow. today. Yes, El Varner. El Varner just put out her new album too, so um, I'm, I will be listening to that. I haven't listened yet because I just saw it um, on iTunes as well. So, um, yeah. you know, me and you talk about music all the time, and you be like slow listening, man. What you be doing? Uh, well, listen, I don't have a lot of, you know, I'm uh, I'm a busy person, you know. I oh, I do man, a lot of things, so you know, sometimes I don't always have time to listen. But I listen to a lot and, of music. And, wow. Okay. And and Reese, I don't know, I don't know what you listen to. What you listen man, to, man? I'm listening to Lizio. Oh yes, Lizo. Her name is Lizo. Whatever. Lizzo. Li- Li- Lizzo. Lizzo. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm listening to Lizzo uh, right now. Okay. And I'm listening to uh, um, dog Lizzo and um, Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Are y'all okay. familiar All with? Right. Her? Yes. Yeah, Big yeah, up, yeah. Two, two, up, mm-hmm. yeah. Two beasts yeah, in the game. They yeah, doing their yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and so. Honestly, I'm torn because I actually found out about, about Megan the Stallion through Tank and this and this young lady named uh, Ashley um, on Instagram, and they were actually mm. singing the song. And I actually thought it kind of went like that, but it ended up being something much more. So this sister, she's tough. I like her. She's a solid one. Yeah, I think she's yeah, from Houston too. She is. Yeah, Liza is fire. Yeah. Oh my god. Both of them are from Houston. Yeah, that, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them are from Houston. And both of them just performed at, at the, the uh BET Awards. BET yeah, they Awards, tore that right? joint yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, good for them. All right, last movie. What you what's the last movie you watched? Please? Ah, man. Um I I haven't been watching movies. I've been watching The Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh lord yeah man I don't know. so what I, is that about i'm in love with giselle bryant man mm. is that the one that's, that had the plastic nah that's the that's the one that was her husband was a pastor big time pastor jamal bryant i'm in okay. love with this lady man I, now they ain't together i guess i can shoot my shot when i see her in the streets so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing. Wow. I'm messing. I'm messing around, Jamal. If you ever hear this, I'm joking, man. But you know, yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, it ain't no. All right. <laughs> All right, Jocelyn, what you get? What you? That was nuts. Yeah, d- yeah, yeah, yeah. Save that for the side <laughs> convo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so so for y'all that don't know, all of us have crazy side conversations, okay? You know, yes. I, I, I've had I've had to realize that doing a podcast is not as easy as you think it is. You got to be careful about what you're saying on here because people that you know 
uh, love, care about, work with, whatever, um, you know, may or may not hear this, and they may or may not take something you say uh, in in the wrong way. So we gotta oh, be careful. Oh man, I probably should have should have not said that. Did I guess? Oh no 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 no. What you said, I think that's fine. I'm I, just saying. You remember the first time we did this? Oh, I was all the way. I was out, their, out there. Everybody has their celebrity person that they're in love with. Like everybody has that one person that they're like, uh, she's gorgeous that, or he's fine. Everybody has that. That's no my. Deal. That's my celebrity. No, that's my. No, they celebrity yes, they do. Crush. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. You don't have. I don't it? have that. If you find, you find. No matter if you're a celebrity or not. What? what? I don't have no celebrity. I, I mean, I, I, I see. That, I hear bro. people do it all the time on TV and movies. Uh, oh, this my this my celebrity crush. If I see them, I get to have sex with them, and it don't go against my relationship or some crap like that. I don't have. Man, listen. If you find, you find. If you're not find, then you know I ain't checking for you. I mean, yeah, so, this is true, but everybody got a celebrity crush. Like, okay, who's who's yours? I got a, a few celebrity crushes. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you can you narrow it down to two, maybe three? Um, Tyrese oh, before no Tyrese before he was a crybaby. What? Um, Tyrese is a crybaby now. I don't know. No, nah, I, 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 I don't disagree his, with that. You talking about his Instagram rant? Yes. No, nah, I don't Lord disagree have with mercy. that. Lord have mercy. I do. He is. He is doing the most. He is. He is. He is. He'll cry in a, at a drop of a dime. Go okay, ahead. hold on, hold on. Go, go ahead. ahead. Who's the next one? Who's the, who's the next one? Mm. Who else? <laughs> I would say Tank as well. Oh my oh, god! All right, all right. We moving on, man. Why? Why are y'all mad about? Why are y'all mad about see. who my celebrity? No, no, no. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm I ain't not, mad I'm about not it. Even, I, I'm not even bothered. I actually, I really <laughs> wish that Tank would do like I did, cause his hairline is all the way back there. Like, like, stop. Like, <laughs> hey, I just, I, I'm gonna send him some clippers for the for the dog on holiday for Christmas this year. I'm sending him oh, clippers. He need to so cut, wrong for that. He need to, get a, he need to cut that out, man. He, he don't need to give that junk no more edge-ups. He need to cut it. <laughs> go bald. He need to just come, come to Jesus. Come on down. No. Oh, <laughs> All right. What we go got ahead, left? man. We got I want to hear who the, social on, media. On, What's on, out there? I want to hear who, this, oh. who the last person was. Who was the last Celebrity crush, yeah. Would... So, so, but, but hold on, but hold on. She shouldn't even do it because now she's going through the list trying to give us the people that she thinks is acceptable to say. Oh no, nah, that's, not really, that's not. That's acceptable. why I stop. That's not. It's not that it's acceptable to say. Those are people that that I have had celebrity crushes on. I've had a I've had a crush on Tyrese since he was doing the Pepsi commercials. Oh, like wow. the Pepsi. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was Coke. La, la, la. Was it Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Whatever it was. Yeah, it was Coke. So I've I've had a crush on him since then. The same thing with Tank. Like it's not just like, oh, just recently I decided that, you know, I think Tank and Tyrese are attractive. No, this has been long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. Okay? okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What's the third? Who the third? No, one? I want to know who yours is, Jafet. I there has to be somebody. <clears throat> like you can't just be like, no. I'm being for real. I don't have nobody like. I mean, if you're an attractive woman, you're just attractive. But I don't have no celebrity crush. Like, oh my god, if I see her, if I meet her, I'm gonna do this crazy thing. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, uh-uh. 
I don't do that over celebrity people. Even for even attractive women that I that I could probably get, I don't I don't do that. I mean, if I have a moment with if I, if I have the opportunity, you know, I step and shoot my shot. If I'm good, I'm good. If I ain't, I ain't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? <laughs> I'm being for real. I, I really don't. I mean, everybody likes Halle Berry. Everybody likes Beyonce. I don't know. Everybody I don't like likes, Halle Berry you know, no either. more. Halle Berry, she's scary yeah. and crazy to me. She gotta nah. be. Well, yeah. I mean, but those, yeah, but those are different. Those are different things. I mean, she's been crazy since since David Justice. We all know cool. that. We're, yeah, that's true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it but it don't make her no less nah, fine. She, oh, she bad <laughs> now. Well, that's for sure. She, she gasoline. Yeah. yeah. You got I seen her in that uh, in the new John Wick. Go ahead. Yeah, I seen her in the new John Wick. She was Wick. badass. Yeah, How was that? She doing her thing. It was very good. DC, you know. Okay. You know, you know John Wick, man. You, you know, gonna, shoot him up, bang, shoot him bang, up, kick you, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah do good. the impossible, and there's gonna be a part four. So oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it was good though. I enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. so the last movie. What's the last movie y'all seen? Uh, me and my daughter went to go see that Men in Black International. How was that? It was okay. It, it had a it had a couple of dead spots, but you know it was decent. I mean, really though, it's really and actually this is a, a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about. Um, what's the girl's name? Tessa Thompson. Yes. Mm. She's the man. She is doing her thing. I love her. So right, 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 right. So she's in the she's in this movie. She she takes over the movie really over. Uh, who's the Thor guy? Liam, What's his name? Liam Hemsworth. Him? No, I don't think that's Liam. That's the other one. Chris Hemsworth. This is this is Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this is. Chris. I, I can never tell who Wh- whoever. Which. <laughs> oh, what are you? I can't. They both really you... look alike. Like you... I, I never remember. No, they who don't. Is no, they don't. No, they don't. Right. I think this is Chris. Okay. Liam is the little skinny, is the skinnier brother, oh. younger one. Okay. But mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, so she, yeah, so the movie is decent. It's got a couple dead spots in it, but you know, it sticks to the script. You know, save the world type of thing. But really, like I said, this is gonna segue into what we're really gonna talk about today. You know, black actors and actresses. You know, black Hollywood kind of stuff. She's really doing her thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into the rest of that later. But yeah, it was cool. It was decent. My daughter enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, was it too. Right. It, was, it was pretty good. Yeah, hopefully they, they do. Hopefully they'll do another. Uh, regular Men in Black. So this was like Men in Black International because mm-hmm. it was in London. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see if they go back and do so another they need to one. Come back with, to uh, uh, Will, Will Smith. The regular franchise. Yeah. Oh yeah. Will got to do another one, man. He got to do another one. I think he burnt out on doing those types of films. Man, I don't think he burned out on making money. They're doing another damn Bad Boys 3. Right. Well, they did another Bad Boys 3. Well, right. And that's I mean, just as it, much action as Men in Black, but he but he waited for like twenty years. The same way. Well, yeah, but but okay, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't wait. That's just what you know. That's just how the industry goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. If there's if there's no script, if you know, if there's no script, if there's no green light, if there's no money, then you know, it just kind of waits. It kind of waits around. Matter of fact, there was a show. Uh, what was that show called? The Game. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's NFL, like a NFL show. Yeah. Right. So it was on, it was off, it was on, it was off like two or three different times because one network dropped it, another network picked it up, you know, another network didn't want to fund it, another one, another one came in and decided to do it. So there's lots of projects out there 
that uh, that kind of go through that I- that issue. And when you hear some of the backstories about some of these movies, man, some of them take 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20 years to to get made. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's the last thing you watched, Jocelyn? I actually just went to the movie uh, with Kevin. We went and saw um, the new Spider-Man movie. That's dope. Okay. Yeah, it was. Oh, you saw my it too, God, Reese? that's dope. All right, so I did see a, I did yeah. see a recent movie then. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, matter of fact, it's funny too. Yeah, I, I got that soundtrack, the Sunflower soundtrack. I'm sorry, but go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead, tell your thing. I'm sorry. No, no, but it was, it was, it was, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it was, you know, a little. The storyline of it was a little bit corny. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall though, it was really good. I love Zendaya. I think that she, or Zendaya, she is amazing. I think they played their characters really well. I like this version of, of Spider-Man. Yeah. I, well, I mean, <laughs> and it seems to me like it, it, he had more of a, a New York vibe of being a, a boy of color. And, um, and I think more, I think they're making, they starting to make more of these films of color. Well, because mm-hmm. they're trying to get that black dollar. Mm-hmm. Hold on, what you mean, boy of color? Well, it, he's a he, he's a white boy. He, in the in the in the movie, he's hold a white on, boy. And in, in, in reality, he's um he's he's from London. You talking about the Spider Verse movie, is the cartoon? Is that what that was? Yes, that's what you. Okay. Oh lord, yeah, you, you talking about the cartoon one with um the dude that played Shaolin Fantastic on um. On Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so so I didn't see that and I don't really want to see it. Was good. So, that was dope, man. That was a dope movie. It was. It was good. Let me tell you, let me tell you the issue that I have oh, with that what, movie. What issue okay. do you have? I'm about to tell you. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 this is so this is another topic that's gonna end up end about what we're gonna talk about. So we're gonna end up talking about uh, Black Hollywood. Okay, so what I didn't like about this cartoon Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse or whatever it's called, what I didn't like about it is, okay, so great, we got a Black Spider-Man. Okay, great. However, it's in cartoon form. Second of all, he ain't the only one. So, all the other Spider-Man movies have been about one boy that gets bitten, now he's the man and he has his powers and now he's saving the world. Okay, great. So why is it the first time they decide to make a black man uh, a Spider-Man? Now that now everybody then got bit, and he ain't the only one. That's All what right, I didn't so like about that. The, let, let's let's discuss that then. So really, what it <laughs> what it really did is show me how how much strength black people have, right? Because it showed that those other characters were strengthened as a result of this young boy. Because they they couldn't they were like going in between dimensions, and they were going they were in, they were going in between those dimensions, and they needed his help to solidify them and push them back to the places where they were supposed to be. So I mean, okay. but he had to get up to speed, and being someone that was just getting an understanding of the power that he had, he needed them to kind of coach him along. And in essence, it really kind of spoke to the fact of how much we really need each other, um, and um, and and as we come together, we'll we'll find out that we also have our individual powers solidified. And so I thought it was I thought it was dope. Mm, okay, 
I mean, eventually I'll get to it. It's on Netflix. I'll Come get on, to it man. eventually, but I ain't. I'm not. I'm not running to it. So, all right. So, where are we at? Politics and sports. Lord. Right, what about politics? <laughs> right. What are we gonna talk oh, about? Oh, you want to just bump over? Jesus. You want to bump over sports? Huh? Listen, it's so much stuff so, going on in sports. So many changes they doing in the NBA. I'm just like, it got my head. Yo, spinning. that's what makes it. That's what makes it exciting. So, so anybody who knows me, I'm originally my my family's originally from New York, from New York. So all my teams are East Coast teams. So I'm a Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Steelers fan. And um, and then, you know, I have I like a few other things in between. You know, I went to college in Houston, so I like the Strohs, you know, stuff like that. So but anyway, mm-hmm. what I think is amazing in sports right now is I mean, this is a this was a phenomenal off uh, um, NBA season, you know, unexpectedly the Toronto Raptors win. And then the, the the free agency has been crazy. Everybody waiting on. Kawhi, he finally decided to go to the Clippers, which is going to be phenomenal. So now you you don't have a favorite team anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, one team is not favored to win anymore. Now it's spread out over, you know, five, six, seven teams. And then today, uh, what's his name? Russell Westbrook is going to North. I know. Reunited. Re- reunited with uh, Harden. It's so, a lot of heat coming y'all way right now. Hey, bro. So that's so Chris Paul is going somewhere. <laughs> he leaving, and now uh, West, Westbrook is going to Houston, which is a which is another uh, Oklahoma reunion, which is cool. Chris Paul but, is but, going so to really, OKC. Where's he going? Oh, is he yeah, going they flipped, yeah, they swapped. They swapped him and um, what's his name? And he's going to be garbage over there, okay? Which is why he can't win a title. So. We talking Chris Paul. Yeah, he ain't gonna well, win the title. I, I don't, no, he, honestly, not out. Yeah, not at OKC. He, he's no. not gonna win the title, but he's trying to. He's trying to. He's chasing the pot. Chasing the purse at this point. Man, listen. I mean, okay, right. So, the money is. I mean, some people are being rewarded without for no reason. I don't know. I don't know if it's for no reason. Yeah, I think that's a stretch too. This is a stretch. How are you gonna be the? And, and I'm, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I'm just talking about the way this stuff has been going. The the salaries have been going up and up. Yeah. And up for for people who don't have no rings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a ring. You know, get me a ring. I'll pay you the money. Okay. And then, you know, people are making these record salaries. And it's just like, when does it stop? What When does it end? Wow. There's no. And then if you just chasing money. What are we watching for? Right. Well, because <laughs> you're not there. You're not there to bring my city can a title. You just there. Come get on, a man. Time out. Time out. Time out for a second. <laughs> time out for a second. I got. I got. I got to pause for a second for this foolishness that y'all talking about right now. Now listen. Anytime you go to work, there's a potential of injury. There's a potential for, uh, for anything, any crazy thing that could happen. When you're at work, why not go to work to get money? Why should he be there trying to trying to scope out a ring? So on the team, so I I, I agree with these guys. Just taking the money, take the money, and go and play hopscotch all you want, y'all. You want a ring? Buy yourself a ring. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking. Okay, you got so the money, I'm, man. I'm just you talking. Can buy a ring. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just talking from a, you know, as a fan, you know, I, I don't, I don't invest that much time, energy, and money into 
being a fan of any of these damn sports, man. It's just something to talk about and look at when I'm not at work or, you know, with my family. So, I mean, I get it. Go get your money. But, you know, if, if, the, if the objective is, is to create a, uh, is to create a, a cohesive team, then do that. And, and you can't necessarily do that in a year. That's I true. Mean, That's true. What, what, what Kawhi did is a fluke. Why is it a fluke? I'm glad it – look, bro, did you just hear what I said before that? You can't make a cohesive team in a year. LeBron went to L.A. and they flopped out. And then Kawhi went to Toronto one year and he won a title, which is great. But that's a fluke. That, shit, that don't happen all the time. It took LeBron two or three years in Miami to get to the point to where they could win a ring. Yeah. That's all I'm talking yeah. about. But I anyway, think, I, I know Justin. I know Justin didn't want to talk about Jop. sports. No way. Please nowhere. say something, Jock. Please save us from this foolishness. <laughs> save us, Jock. Right, save we're just going to go myself. back and forth all for the whole rest of the segment. This will be, we could just be lost in the sauce in this conversation. Nah, we don't want to get lost. Please bring nah, us out. No. We don't. We don't. Uh, all right. So what, so, so what y'all got for politics? I know just said you're real big into <laughs> politics, so what, what you got? I am. I ain't got yes. nothing. I ain't going to say nothing because I ain't trying to start no more arguments. <laughs> start an argument, Major Fat. Right. Nah, Let's ain't nothing go. going on. I mean, the biggest, I mean, there's always something going on. I think this morning I watched the news and, um, you know, Trump was trying to put the uh, the citizenship question on the census for 2020. 2020. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. didn't want it on there. So he decided, okay, fine, no problem. I'll get the information from other agencies, which is still, which is still good. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why we don't want. And I know there's a lot of bad, the scenes crap that's going on, but you know, uh, the citizenship question. I don't understand why it's such a big what deal. What you mean? We should want that information from people, don't we? Want that? We don't just want the numbers in the country. We want to know who you are, where you from, are you a citizen, are you not? But most people. But you know, most people that are, are not citizens will try to avoid this, the uh, census altogether. Yeah, well, yes and no. Um, but there's lots of citizens. I'm sorry. There's lots of people that live in this country that are not citizens that have just as much as us, us if not even no more. Question. Mm-hmm. I have a neighbor, no question. I have a neighbor. I have a neighbor who across the street who's illegal as all outdoors. Him and his wife are illegal. Um, I've owned my home in my neighborhood for 15 years. They were there before I got there. So I would say at least 20 years they've been there. They've had, I think there's three or four children. Two of the children were born in America. Two of the children were not. And they own a house. They got three or four cars. I think the father's in logistics. He, you know, he owns a trucking company or something. And, uh, so I don't know when they get that, <laughs> when they get that, 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 that postcard to fill out, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so, they're, we, they're probably not filling it out. I mean, I just, I don't understand what the big deal is. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it's a, why it, it, it's so. It's all, it's all about, it's all about votes. That's all, that's what it's well, about. It's about. The thing votes. of it is, is they gerrymander uh, the, the, yes. the system anyway. <laughs> so why do they yes. even care? They, what they, they're trying to, they're trying to assess out who they're going to gerrymander, which, which, uh, which region of the country yes. they're going to gerrymander the most this semester? I mean, this well, this voting yes. cycle is nuts. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's all a it's game. Nuts. I mean, it's 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 all for not. Okay, mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, it's all for not. It's all a bunch of bullshit. All politicians lie. All they're trying to do is get your vote. All they're trying to do is get your mm-hmm. money. So, I mean, I I believe in the system 
in the in the sense of you know public workers you know uh police fire ambulance all that kind of stuff to keep everybody safe police officers i believe in all that kind of crap when you got the politicians earmarking money for things that we don't really need you know earmarking money for their own interests it's ridiculous and they all lie republicans and democrats it's all a it's all a hoax well, they have to right yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's the system they created. Because so, they, yeah. they've all, they promised the people that uh, the big time supporters, those that pour into their country, I mean, their their uh, campaigns, uh, millions and millions of dollars. That if I get my my opportunity to get in, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Those people, they want they want to follow through, man. You know, no, as I they get say, it. you take my, I mean, you I take my it, money, you... you do my bidding. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's what, it, and the, the, the truth of the matter is that the power is with the, the people, and the people don't realize that. And I'm talking about the people that aren't those entities that pay that money or the super PACs or whatever. So people need to vote, you know, local, uh, locally, state, federally first. You know, you got a lot of people that come out for the presidential elections. That's great, but that's only every four years. What about your local representatives? Okay. What about your state representatives? Those are the people you need to vote for first. Mm. You know, and so then you have you have more control. Uh, control is a bad word, but you know you have more influence over who makes it to the presidential level if you vote locally first. You know, those bad seeds won't make it up there. You know, if uh, if you if you start local, so go vote. You know, people died for the right for us to be able to vote. And your vote does count. And even outside of voting, you know, you can write your congressman. You can visit your congressman. You can petition your congressman. You can get your neighbors to sign up for things that you need. You need a stop sign here. You need a, a, a speed bump there. You want a stop. You want a traffic light over here or you want to help change a law. The power is with the people. But the people don't realize they got that power because they think that it's all up to the politicians. Well, the thing of it is, they, the the way that the politicians kind of yield the power, they kind of make it seem like they really are all powerful until it's voting season. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like, oh, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I didn't do this, I know I didn't do that, but uh, could you get? But like I said, I mean, that's 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 where the power is, you know. And, you know, we criticize um, some of these people, but some of these people know know their power, know their worth. Like, so you got like uh, stay at home moms that have the time, you know, to write their congressman, visit with their congressman, go to the PTA meeting, go to the local council mm-hmm. meetings or whatever. And they have influence. You yeah, know what I'm no saying? Question. They have influence. I remember I, there was a time in my life where my wife didn't have to work. And, you know, she was involved. I told her she complained about something at the school district. Shoot, go, go to the meeting. Go talk to him. You know, go talk to him. And she was able to get a few things done. You know, nothing, nothing big and significant that the world would see. But, you know, in our local community, it it, it made a difference. So, but that's where it's at. The power's with the people, but the people don't realize they got it. Why do you think that is? All right, let's... Because the like like Reese was saying, the politicians seem to be all powerful. They seem that way, but they're really not. If enough people stood up to say the same thing uh, against them, 
they have no choice but to listen. If we do it in an organized, professional way, you know, it might take some time, you know, but if they, uh, if they, uh, if they stay, uh, if they stay dedicated and diligent and persistent, eventually they'll, you know, the people give what they want. I, I, I think the reason why, um, we don't know that we're powerful is for, is for the same reason why when I go to Germany, I can go to the doctor for free, but here they can charge us ridiculous, uh, amounts of money and, and not, and, and, and we, we act like, well, you know, I'm just, we, we used to being handled and we call that freedom, but really it's manipulation of power because these super PACs, when they when they pay out the monies to keep healthcare going in a certain direction, they're doing that so that they can retain the financial resources to be able to keep mm-hmm. this this wheel in motion. The thing of it is, is that we, we first of all Americans are illiterate, not illiterate, but illiterate, which simply means that we have the capacity to read, but we refuse to read. Uh, mm-hmm. The second thing uh, that we that we have and that we don't do is we don't realize the importance of what Jafet just said, which is small group or grassroots building. Um, it's when we, we start off with small movements that creates great change. And so it's when we begin to advocate from a place of knowing our value, our worth, and knowing what it is that we want. There's a group of people that want to vote for somebody just because they're black, but just or just because they're a female, or just because they're white. But the reality is that we have to vote. We have to begin to challenge people not to vote based on color or based on gender, but are based on uh, the values that they're gonna bring to the office and the work that they're planning on doing based on um, what is a value to you. And I mean, if we're just doing this just to put another black person in office, then I guess Kamala or, uh, or Corey would do. But if we want somebody that's going to do the work, which is drastically different, we have to look at their track record of doing the work. <clears throat> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is why everybody voted for Obama. And then eight years later, we're looking like, Okay, cool. We had a well. So I'll just say from my perspective. <laughs> okay, cool. We had a black man in office. Okay, great. But what did he do for the black community? Okay, and I'm not saying that he's required to do anything for the black community, but that's a question that the black community is asking. What did he do for us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So just like Reese, just like Reese just said. Okay, yeah, you got Cory Booker and, and Kamala Harris. Okay, great. But if and when they get in office, what are they going to do for black people? Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just saying what they're gonna do for black people. I'm just saying what they're gonna do. Period. Right. Well, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. So, yeah, what are they gonna do? So, don't just vote for them because yeah. they're black. What's their platform? Yeah. What they stand yeah. for? You know, what is it? That, you know, so really, ultimately, what people really got to do is vote their pocket. Yeah. Or vote. Yeah. Or vote their issues. If uh, if a person is poor, and don't want to work, then maybe they want to vote <laughs> the socialist agenda. <laughs> you know right. What I'm That's right. that. That makes me more. In line with what it is that you want, but you have to also understand the individuals and what they bring to bear so that you can Mm -hmm. advocate for the right person. And that's the point. Because they're not reading, they don't have a clear conscious of what these individuals really bring to that office. And so they can't articulate in clear form 
uh, or in, in a clear format what it is that this person being having this person in office will do for them. Um, and that's really why a lot of these individuals that voted for Trump voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Black Hollywood, Black actors and actresses doing their thing. Um, so let's take a break. We'll be back. All right. All right. We're back. What's up? What's, what's up? What's up? Okay. All right. Cool. So that was a good first segment. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Now let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into our topic, Black Hollywood. So it, it kind of came up in our top five, which is good. I just I didn't want to go too deep because I don't want to save some of that for the second half. So. You know, we kind of mentioned, what did we talk about? The the Black Spider-Man mm-hmm. and a few other things. So, uh, Jocelyn, this is this is near and dear to you, right? <laughs> so, I know you, uh, on another conversation we had earlier this week, you, you mentioned a few things. So, um, that's why we picked this topic for this week. So, uh, go ahead. Let's, uh, let's chop yeah. it up. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the newest, hottest thing that's out right now is uh, they're going to do the live action movie for the little mermaid and they cast mm-hmm. the little mermaid um her name is um hallie bailey and she is she's a young <laughs> black girl <laughs> um she's a singer she got basically she got famous from youtube her and her sister sing together and they have some amazing voices i mean yeah they do they are yeah they are dope so right that's been this that's been this. right these are the girls no Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, these are the girls that are also on Blackish, right? No, not Blackish. Grownish. Yes. They're on Grownish? Right, the college. Yes, they are. Yeah, the college spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're twin sister trap in uh, Grownish, which is a spinoff, spinoff of Blackish. Yes. Yep, so that's been the update. So live action. Yeah. So how do I feel? I don't know how I feel about live action uh, turning cartoons into live action and vice versa. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I love that? it. Cool? Not cool? I love it. I think Did you have you seen have you seen the Lion King? No, yet? not yet. It doesn't come out here until I think it comes out July eighteenth. So I'll I'll definitely oh, okay. be going um going to see yeah. it. I love the live action movies when they're done when they're done right, you know, because you know, these movies are iconic, you know. For sure. Everyone, you know, watched Disney movies, you know, growing up or had the VHSs and you know what I mean? Like they're iconic movies. So you're pulling from movies, you know, that have had like the Lion King, you know, they, they have it on Broadway. It's been on Broadway for over 20 years now, you know? So these are like staple movies. And if it's not done correctly, it could really be a bomb. Like um, Aladdin. I was a little disappointed with Aladdin. I was going to say, I never seen uh, the, the new Aladdin. So how was it? Was it, was it horrible, horrible, or was it just regular horrible? Um, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't horrible, horrible. It was just regular horrible. Um, it was disappointing because wow, it was yeah. disappointing because it felt very rushed. Um, you know, I mean, Disney movies, you know, they're kids' movies, right? So they're like an hour and twenty minutes, maybe, because you know, kids don't have that long of an attention span. Um, and so even in the cartoon movies, they're able to, you know, get all of these points in and, you know, so that you can follow it and feel these certain emotions, you know, that you're supposed to feel when you watch a movie. 
but in the live action one, it just was, it was not, it was rushed. I mean, they cut out so many things. And one thing that I really hate that they do is they make new songs. And they got a whole new song that the character of Jasmine is playing that is just like, what? what is this? This doesn't even fit in the movie. Why is she talking about this? You know, and Will Smith, I, I love Will Smith. I think that he is absolutely amazing. He's probably one of my other celebrity crushes as well. I did not particularly care for him as the genie. I didn't like some of the aspects that he brought to being the genie. So it's funny that you're saying all that because <clears throat> I haven't seen okay. it. But I know a few other people that have, and they thought it was better than what they thought it was going to be. And they thought it was good. So, nah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta check it out just like that Spider Man. I guess I gotta go see it for myself for my own. Yeah, I, I have nothing good or bad to say about Will Smith's uh, Aladdin thing, but that Spider Man movie, I will say again, that was a wonderful movie. But you know, so man, good. I don't know. So yeah, we also. <laughs> so we also mentioned so in the earlier segment I also had mentioned that uh, Tessa Thompson so the Black Hollywood topic you know again so Tessa Thompson I mean she's been coming man yes. you know she was in the Thor movie she was in um, the, Creed the Creed Creed movies right so yeah man she's doing her thing I really like I like her rise she seems to be a pretty good actress when I first saw her I think it was in the Creed movie. And I didn't know who she was. It's the first time that I had seen her. And I swore up and down that she was um, Rev Run's daughter. Wow. They okay. really look alike. They really look alike. No, they yes, do. They do. They do. yes, they do. They do. Yes, they do. They do. No, they do. Yes, they do. They really do. No, they yes, do. They do. Uh, yes, they do. Yes, okay. they she do. Look, she looks just like this man. Yeah. man's daughter not the older daughter the younger the younger daughter, one yeah angela yeah. she they Y'all really look alike no i really thought it was her i i really had to question myself because actually no she was in she was in dear white people that was the first movie that i saw her in. i think it was it was dear white people dear white people mm-hmm. or dope one of those movies she was in that first and i thought that she was i thought that it was reverend's daughter i, I was convinced and then i was like oh her name is Tessa Thompson. Okay. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Black Hollywood is really is really popping right now. Like, I mean. Right. So you so you said something to me in another conversation about Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. And um, you said he has a whole studio. Yeah, he has a whole studio. In Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that because I, I don't think I was up on that. He, I mean, he has he has his own like movie studio. Like he shoots and does all his stuff. I think um, I first learned about it when um, he did the movie with um, Taraji P. Henson, um, Acrimony. Yeah, Acrimony. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, she was doing an interview about that um, that movie and working. So as a it. side note, so as a side note about that movie, I don't want to have a whole conversation about it, but. <laughs> That's you know that movie ain't just about the, the crazy black brother mistreating and, and doing a black, a black woman wrong. No, no. <laughs> which is what most which is what most of those movies are about. But the crazy thing, 
the crazy thing though is like okay yes in this movie she loses her mind however every woman I can guarantee can relate to how Taraji is feeling not every woman is gonna lose their mind the way that she did and you know go off the rails like she did but every woman can relate to the feelings that she was having um, well, maybe the first time. Okay, so hold on. Maybe, maybe the maybe at the beginning of the movie, right? When he was mess, when he was messing around, right? But in the beginning of the movie, back, and then you and know, then just he... kind of like selling dreams, and and then you know, they struggled for a long time, and she's like giving, 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 and he's just focused on trying to make this thing work, but not giving to the family, not being there for her, not you know, not not contributing to the relationship he was so consumed with his invention and yes in, eventually in the long run it oh. worked but it took 20 30 years yeah, to get to that point the... and you're not, still right. not so fulfilling also... and you're still not giving so you're not watering your relationship you're watering this invention well, okay yeah but that's the okay so but that's what that's what a relationship is supposed to do for you you're supposed to be there for your partner for better or for worse richer or for poorer and what she was doing was listening to her family. Oh, girl, he ain't nothing. Oh, girl, he ain't going to be nothing. Oh, girl, he probably doing something. Blah, 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 blah. Which is why he paid her back, you know, a thousand fold at the end yeah. of the movie. Like, look, chick, you know, yeah, I messed up in the beginning. And I, I thank agree. you for being there for me for all these years. And then, you know, sorry, we're not still together. But, you know, here you go. And he looked out for her like. He did. <laughs> way way more than he needed yes. to. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And then even after that. I could guarantee that women can understand the feelings that she had after he looked out and was just like, you, you, you was there for me. Like here, here's this, you know, however much money he gave her, you know what I mean? He was like, you know, but to know like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. So I, I, I was rocking with you all these years and this woman is now living the life that I was supposed to live. That's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying what she did was she- right. I'm not saying the way she handled it was right. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that I can relate. I can understand the feelings. And I'm sure a thousand other women can understand those feelings that she was having. I thought Acrimony was a great movie. Um, She said she filmed it in like, I don't know, something crazy, like 13 hours. Like it was like nonstop because she had other projects that she was working on at the same time. Yeah, at the same time that she was doing this, um, doing Acrimony. And yeah, they they filmed it, you know, at yeah. his house, I think, I want to say. I can't remember. It was, it was a while ago when I read the article, but yeah. Taraji well, that's good. Beast. I mean, I didn't really... I, I, well, yeah, I mean, she's a beast, too. I mean, also, you know, we got to give it up for Tyler Perry. Yes. I mean, people make fun of Tyler Perry, you know, some stuff that he's done in the past and his his real life and stuff like that. But, you know, that, that's that's neither here nor there. I mean, the dude is doing <laughs> his thing. He came up, he came a long way. I remember, I remember going to the plays, the live plays, when I was living in Houston, uh, I remember going to those plays way back then, and it was like, oh, man, you know, that was the, that was the lit. Right. <laughs> On a Friday, Saturday night, going to the stadium or the, you know, um, the big auditoriums, mm-hmm. and I mean, everybody breaking out their Sunday best, you know, the cars, the clothes, the hairdos, and like that was the talk of the town for weeks. Wow, getting ready to go to the Tyler Perry yeah. show, and uh, it's it's phenomenal to to see where he's at now. I mean, he's probably got, I don't know, he's got, what, two, three, four shows mm-hmm. on? Currently. Uh, television yes. all at the same yeah. time. Right. At the same time, and he's cranking out movies, and so that's that's awesome. You know, I really uh, I really like where 
black Hollywood is going these days, you know. I mean, everything's not great, but I really like the opportunities that we're mm-hmm. getting. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the people, the, the, the blacks that are getting into those positions, you know, you got uh, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Uh, and matter of fact, you know, there's a show, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, I watch uh, Marlon, mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans, which is another great black family that's been doing it for the last 30 years in the mm-hmm. game. You know, Marlon Wayans got his own show. There's a brother on his show who's actually a writer who's getting ready to put out his own show, <laughs> you wow. know? Right. And then you got like, um, uh, Gerard Car- Carmichael who had a show who helped, who, who helped put on little rail and, um, uh, right. Who currently has a show, right. I've seen that. Yeah. That's, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then, uh, what, what's the girl's name? Just uh, hilarious. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, te- yeah. Tiff- well, Tiffany, yes. Tiffany, Tiffany was on the car uh, was on the um, Carmichael show, and then Just Hilarious is on the Little Rail Little show. Rail show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just Hilarious, right? Just, so Just Hilarious is funny though to me. She bit. is. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Um, she's Tiffany cool. Haddish though ain't that funny to me. Mm. You know she she she's pretty interesting though. So um, I don't know if you guys watched the David Letterman show on Netflix. Yeah, no, I need to. Yeah. I like okay, it. I so, like the one they did with Jay Z. So first of all, I only watched. I, I've only watched all the black, <laughs> all the black interviews. <laughs> Are you a little biased? I've only watched. The, I, I've only watched the black interviews. Nah, I take that. Nah, I, I, I watched a couple of the other ones too. But I was, you know, mainly interested in the black interviews. But you know, you don't know these people's stories, mm-hmm. where they came from, and it really kind of gives a different feel to their, to their to their craft once you know a little bit more about them like you know she was um she was a foster kid Mm -hmm. you know and uh but anyway so take a look at the netflix thing you know she got a little she got a little interview on there was pretty interesting yeah she's she has a she has a fire a little story yeah but but even even back before that you know i don't want to just focus on this generation of of uh black actors writers and all that kind of stuff you know uh you know, Chris Rock used to write for SNL for years, you know what I'm saying, before before that. Uh, Eddie Murphy was doing his thing back in the day. Um, and, you know, there's been lots of blacks. Matter of fact, I, did I tell you guys, I told you guys about that um, that show on Netflix, The Black Godfather? Oh, yeah, that was that mm-hmm. was a good one. That was a good one. Did y'all, y'all I, see I've that? I've seen that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Jocelyn, you didn't see it? Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she'll pop back in like you did last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 uh, black Godfather man. I mean, who knew that there was a a guy like that? You know, kind of in between all those deals, all those years. I don't I don't think I knew that. I mean, you know, you 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 see people, you hear things, but it's great that we're able to tell those stories now. Well, they're able to. T- he's able to tell the story because his wife, his daughter, is married. Who was an ambassador to Bahamas was uh, is married to an exec at Netflix. Okay, so, right. I mean, the the thing of it is, you have access, but you also have relationships. That, the moments, and I, I that's what I always say. A lot of this stuff is a result of the relationships that we have or don't have. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the opportunity even that I have right now, even in the work I do, is a result of relationship. And so I, I'm very, uh, I always tell people, nurture relationships. They're more, they're more pricely. I mean, they're, they're, they'll take you a lot further than anything else. Nurture relationships. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't want to take it. Right. And I don't want to take, take anything away from whoever this person is that she knows and knows somebody that's, that's connected to uh, uh, Netflix. But you got to go back before that, you know. So it, 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 it's that great. However, she got that position because her father knew Obama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's a beast too, though. Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. She, you know, she definitely earned it in her own right. In her own right, she earned it. But yeah, you're right. It's definitely about the relationships with everybody around you. You know, if you have, uh, you know, whatever it is your objectives or goals are, you know, treat people right. You know, the golden rule. You know, treat do unto the others as you want people to do unto you. Treat people right; they'll treat you right. And you got to nurture those relationships. You know, a lot of times. People don't understand, you know, the purpose of a phone call or an email or a text message to just say, hi, hello, how are you? Hey, what's going on? And let's go have a drink. Let's go shoot the breeze. And it's not always about, you know, wanting or needing something in business because that drives people away from you. Mm. Yeah. You know, you know, you and I, I, you know, you know, you and I ain't tied to each other for no particular reason. Uh, We'll pick up the phone. like, Hey, man, you know, you was on my mind today. What's going on? You know, how you doing or, you know, whatever. So, you know, so pe- even people that I do need for whatever reason in my life, I try not to only call them when I need them. You know, so so you're right about that. The relationships are very important. You have to nurture those those relationships. Yeah. Uh, and- Jocelyn, you made it back yet? She ain't made it back yet, so I guess we'll just no. keep on. No all problem. right. So, so, all right, let's, let's, so, I think so as far as black Hollywood goes, what what other elements do you think uh are some things that have created these opportunities? I mean, we we also got it. We can't neglect the the historical account of this thing because you know, we are 50 years out of in a real way out of segregation, out of civil rights. So this is really I, I I don't even consider this to be like the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. but I, I really look at this as being the opportunity of what the future really will look like moving forward. Like I look forward to one day seeing someone that is of African descent that is uh, the CEO of Disney or owning something that has that same power. Right. So that's where I hope that we're going. I mean, blacks have been doing this stuff for years. I mean, Quincy Jones, you know, did the color purple. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, Jocelyn, you're yeah, back. back. You can okay. hear me? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why it does that. Last know. week it did that to, uh, it did that to, uh, Reese last oh, week. Oh, I don't know. So, that's yeah. so weird. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No problem. So, yeah, you got it. Um, yeah, so I hope that we're going to CEOs of of uh, studios, you know, that put out all the movies for everybody to see. But I'm really, I'm really hoping for ownership. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I want, I want this, I want Jay Z, this new billionaire, 
and Diddy, the next black billionaire, and whoever else want to put their money together, let's go buy a studio. You know, I think that's that's the part that's missing is just what y'all talking about is that together is that togetherness is realizing that it's not you know this this sole survivorship of you know just looking out for self. You know, you gotta you got if you come together as a collective, you know, you can do more and know that, you know, you're trying to prepare for future generations. You know, I learned so so go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You know, you know, it's easy for us to say because we don't have that type of money to do those type of things. But I but I can say at my level, um I have I've had some money, you know, and I've wanted to do things with other people. Man, it is hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know why it's so hard to get people on the same page, you know. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what it is, you know. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Hmm. Uh, the, the problem is that we don't, we, we're, some people get out to try to do things and they want to be a celebrity right off the top. So I think a lot of times how you can work with somebody is that you have to ask yourself, do they have my same spirit? Well, you yeah. know, and, and accomplishing goals. No, I, I got that. But what I'm saying is like, okay, so when you look at like, so there's writing teams that knew each other, you know, since high school, since middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, people, people writing scripts together that have known each other for 10, 15, 20 years or whatever the case may be. Man, I don't know nobody like that. <laughs> I don't say you don't know nobody that why. I don't know nobody like that that I've known since middle school, right. high school. We've been cool since then. We've had the same goals, the same mindset, even if it's taken a while. So, Reese, you're the first person uh, that I've known for this amount of time that we talked about something years ago that we're actually doing. You know what I'm saying? And wow. mind you, mind you, this ain't costing neither of us no money. So that might be part of it. And I, and I get that. So, um, you know, when there's money involved, when there's signatures involved, when there's responsibility involved, man, everybody don't have that that same drive. They don't have that. I mean, they talk about it. You talking about it, but put it into action. So, so I'm just talking crap. You know, about these billionaires. Hey, man, you two billionaires need to get together and do something. I mean, I can't tell them what to do with their money no more than my wife can tell me what to do with mine. So, uh, that's just what I would like to see happen in the world eventually you know i think magic johnson you know has been a great example in the black community you know to go after some businesses i think rick ross is doing his thing mm-hmm. out there owning a bunch of stuff shaquille o'neal is out mm-hmm. there buying up strip this malls. dude is buying up everything mm-hmm. <laughs> right so it's happening is but it's happening very quietly mm-hmm. you know and it's not a widespread thing you know did you guys listen to that podcast I sent you the other day? No, I couldn't get it to play. I don't know what happened. Man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I talked. You talked about the guy that lost a million, lost fifteen million, got right. it back, then like, yeah, right, absolutely. I was able to see that. But the, the uh, again, a part, a part and parcel of all of those things are the relationships. Mm-hmm. It's relationships, man. Mm-hmm. But that's like you know, I here. I went on a cultural tour. Um, for the country of Qatar. And what, what we learned is that there are like six founders that found Qatar. There was nobody here before them. 
and obviously, you know, they found the the Brits found um, <clears throat> oil here, and then the Brits were the one that were mining it first. They got all the other Middle Eastern people, African people, just you know, people from surrounding areas to come mine the oils for them. And then, you know, at some point they got tired and they kind of took over. So the founders of Qatar are guys from all different places, from Africa, from South Africa, from Saudi Arabia, from different other countries in the Middle East. No one, they just created Qatar. So there's not like an actual race of Qataris. You know what I mean? Like it's like a melting pot. Mm -hmm. And so essentially what they ended up doing is that they put their money all together in a pot and they began investing in different things. And obviously, you know, it became very lucrative. The oil business for them became very lucrative because it's natural gas. They found a way to freeze it and ship it to other places um, along with their investments. Mm -hmm. And so now they have they're worth like three hundred forty billion dollars because they could come together. Exactly. Because they could come together for the common good of the country, of the people, of what they were trying to develop and knew that what they were doing was for future generations. They're not going right. to be here. And that's what know? I'm... Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know nobody like that. I tried to go in... Uh, there was this... So I know a, I know a family that is, that is uh, uh, cosmetologically inclined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know these three women that are barbers. Mm-hmm. It's a mother and two daughters. But they 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 they're crappy with money, mm. and one of my homeboys was dating one of the sisters, and I said, "Look, I got some money right now. Let's go, let's go." So they were all working at different shops, none of which they own. They want to own their own place, and I said, "Look, no problem. I got you. Let's go do it." They all looked at me, "Oh, you tripping? Oh, you you playing? No, I'm like dead serious. Right, let's let's go. go. Let's do it. You know right. what I'm saying?" And it fizzled. They didn't want to do nothing. You know Scared what I'm saying? money don't make money. You know? Right. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not smart enough on my own to do, you know, I mean, I could do plenty of stuff, but I'm not smart enough on my own to know how to do, you know, what you just said mm-hmm. that these guys did in Qatar. So I want to meet some people that are willing and able, have the resources, have the time, have the, the, you know, the presence of mind, have all the things that are needed. Like, okay, let's go, let's do this thing. You know, I mean, I've got lots of business ideas, but I just can't meet another person or people to say, okay, you got 20 racks. I got 20 racks. Let's put these, let's put this money together. Okay. You be the business side, you be the operation side, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, come on, let's go. Right. (laughs) But what, what I, what I did find, what I did find. So I owned a restaurant back in the day with a buddy of mine. And when I was out there beating the street, trying to find out, okay, what license do I need? What cert do I need? Um, what type of equipment do I need? A lot of other business owners, especially black business owners, they close mouth, man. They don't want to tell you. They don't want no competition. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm going to be 100 miles down the road. I'm going to be two cities away from you. Or I'm in another state. <laughs> all I want is the information. You know, all I want is to conversate with, with another person that can lead me in the right direction. And people don't want to, they don't want to give up that information. Yeah. So it's funny that you bring that up because um, Just Hilarious did a little video 
um, on her Instagram page about that. Yeah, about that. that basically, like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, I want to open a business, so I'm going to go to this person that's doing this thing. And she, I, maybe it, it may have been someone she knew, and she's like, you know, um, hey, so what did you do, you know, to get on? Like, how did you do this? You know, like, the same questions that you mm-hmm. ask him. And she's like, you know, the girl ain't really want to give her the information. Like, she's kind of like half-ass answering questions, and, you know, it takes a lot of dedication, and this and the third. And, um, which is true, you know, and then someone in the comments was basically like, yeah, because, you know, we putting in, you know, 10 years of how, or or however long it takes to develop this thing or, you know, make our business a success. And now we're just going to turn around and just, just be like, here's the blueprints. And this person is not going to have to go through the work of, you know, the work that I did. And that leads me back to that, um, that selfishness and that self-preservation and survival tactics that we have as a community have kind of, you know, been bred to do and be because, you know, that's. But that's not, in my opinion, that's not survivalist tactics. And what she said to that, I feel I, I agree with what she said to that because it's frustrating. And if you have the leg up, your your job or your goal ultimately should be to create the environment so I don't have to struggle as much as mm-hmm. you struggle. Yeah, should be. Right, it should be, should but should it's be. not. Em- emphasis on should yeah. be. Right, yeah. and then and then the other side of that is the crab in the barrel uh, scenario where you got the people that are around like, man, nigga, what you doing up there? Get down right. here. <laughs> right. You know, it's crazy. But, so, you, so you got the people on the top that don't want to help pull you up and you got the people on the bottom trying to pull you down. So... You know, you got to be an extremely resilient person. You got to be an extremely uh, resourceful mm-hmm. person to, to, you know, to create something for yourself. Um, and I hope that people have, you know, uh, can find that opportunity to be able to do something, you know. So but it's just it, it's it's frustrating, you know, to uh, to know that we have the power to do certain things and you just can't, you know, it's not as easy as you would think it is to go get the help to do right. things you need to do. And I'm not saying that you don't have to go through a grind and a hustle right. and, you know, it takes, you know, years to get to where you got to go. But, you know, it's like, man, this should be much easier. Right. Like why? <laughs> it should be and much it's just easier. to me, it's just like, but I don't I never understood people that, you know, didn't want to tell you or was trying to, you know, play things close to the chest, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, business goes or how they got to. There's only going to be one of you. You're the only person that can do your business the way that you're doing your business. The way you do it. You know what I mean? And if, you know, if this person is trying to bite your style, it's going to come out. They're not going to be able to duplicate or, you know, redo anything that you've already done. So to me, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Right. And the truth of the matter is, is there's enough money for everybody to do everything. Now, you know, I'm not saying, you know, oh, you know, let me let me let me do what the what the chicken man's doing and open a spot right next to him. No, go 20 miles down the road, go to the next town, you know, go two cities over or whatever. Um, But my my business here ain't affecting your business. That's over there. Two cities away. You know what I'm saying? They act like you're going to move in right next door. And even if you and even if you move in next door, the competition ain't a bad thing. The competition it's an opportunity, really, for them to step their game step up. Step their game up, right? I was in, you know, I was, I, I, yeah, I was in a town the other day, and there's a CVS on one side of the street and a Walgreens on the other side of the street. <laughs> and I'm like, man, if that ain't competition, I don't know what is. Yeah, no, nah, the best thing is competition is great for business too. Absolutely, absolutely. 
So I don't know, man. But anyway, I really like uh, what what's going on in Black Hollywood. Really, I like what's going on in movies, period, these days. Storytelling, you know, I really like that. They're doing prequels. They're doing, you know, the story after the movie ends. You know, they're doing, you know, movies from different perspectives. Like, what was that, Mal- uh, Maleficent with uh, Jolie? You know, that's the story of Sleeping Beauty, I think it is, right? And this mm-hmm. and that movie is about it is from the perspective of the witch. Like, oh shit. I never thought about that. <laughs> you know? So and then uh even Jocelyn, you keep sending over movie stuff. What was that what was that British what was that British thing you sent over? The uh, zero. What was that all what what was that? Jocelyn, you still there? Oh, she out again. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I don't like her today. Nah, to... I told you, man. That, that, but see, she know how to get in, get out, get in, get out. Shucks, I ain't know how to do all of that. But uh, hello. Well, no, I, I'm 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 sending her the link again. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. So the movie, yeah. uh, it was a net. It's a new Netflix show that is supposed to be about. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't remember now. I said I just. We said it was a, a ta- black Italian. Yes, kid, right? a black Italian kid from. Um, oh, it's black Italian kids living in Italy and just you know their life mm-hmm. and what they go through and just you know sort of like you know reality TV ish. Um, I don't think it's come out just yet. Mm-hmm. It's it's coming out. Um, I think in August it it'll uh, debut. But yeah, just that just looked really interesting to me. It was you know a big deal for Netflix. They've really been. Um, just really supportive of trying to put out, you know, more black films or more, you know, TV shows that, you know, related to, to the viewers, you know, they got a couple of um, shows on there for, you know, Hispanic people, for people from Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, just different things, a lot of, yeah. you know, Korean movies and TV shows and stuff, which is really yeah. cool to me. Yeah, I think it's well, a really good time in movies and, and, and storytelling, you know, to be able to. So now is the time where all these little side stories you you heard about but never really knew about. And now they're all kind of coming together. They're, you know, they're getting greenlit to be out there now. You know, so uh, I was just uh, so I've heard about this little story for quite some time. And I've been kind of waiting on it to come to get to television or a movie um, is that story about the guy who taught. uh is it Johnny Walker, the the guy how to make the whiskey? Oh yeah, you talking about the black the the, the the black. Oh, uh, the black guy that taught them the, how to make the Tennessee the black whiskey. Guy. Yeah, 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 I yeah. can't remember his yeah, whatever name. Whatever that story yeah, yeah. is, but that story should be coming out here pretty soon as well. So that'll be pretty interesting to see. That'll be good, you know. And, but, and, and I'm glad that it's not just drug, you know, drug telling stories that are right. coming out. I mean, those stories are out there too, but it's all kinds of movies. Like you know, what was the one? With Taraji and uh, NASA, the women that worked at NASA that helped the guy. Oh, get to the moon. Um, that was a good story. Yeah. Hidden figures. Hidden really figures. Good. Yeah, right. So yeah, stuff like you know, one. right. So movies like that are great that they're coming out and be able to tell the little stories, what happened, and so it's it's a really good time. But I tell you, what's really getting on my nerves though, <laughs> what is is we're getting away from we were getting away from the traditional. Uh, uh, cable television packages that were costing hundreds of dollars and now there's multiple streaming services 
and all your all the shows ain't on one service. So I don't want to get rid of my two hundred dollar cable bill to go pick up four or five different streaming services so I can watch all these cool ass shows. Know. Well, no, nah, I mean it's cheaper though. No, it's not. It is. It's not, so, man. You pay. Okay, look, go ahead. All you're doing is paying ten dollars a month. No, no. So now the streaming services are also picking up television. So if you get so like I got Hulu. Hulu right now is like I don't know five, six, seven, eight, nine dollars. Mm-hmm. But if I add the TV package, then that that then now it makes it fifty dollars, okay? And if I want to see the cool shows on BET, now I gotta buy a service that that has BET. And if I want to see what's on HBO, uh, HBO, then I gotta buy the HBO yep. package. Or then I gotta, you know, say so. It's like once you pick up four or five different, now you pick up three, four, five. Mm-hmm services now you back up to the hundred right and then but then not to mention when you got to watch you got to get the package for the multiple screens because you know you got kids you know your wife (laughs) you know you want to watch it when you're traveling so you got it on your phone yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's true it's true right so i mean you know i started off i ain't gonna lie i started off with netflix man shoot years Mm -hmm. ago back when they were back when they were mailing Mailing the DVDs, yeah. right? <laughs> and then, and then, and and then they got into wow. the games, and then they got into the streaming, and then I, and then we drop, we dropped the DVDs. So I dropped the DVDs, and my wife and it kept losing. Mm-hmm. That I had to pay for the damn movie, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to pay for the disc. So that's how I got oh, into that. Lord. Listen, man, it was a thing. So you know, I was working overseas. I come home, be like, okay, let me go to Blockbuster, go to Blockbuster, get three movies in a game, and it's. $75. I'm like, what you talking about, $75? Oh, well, that's for the three movies in the game. And then uh, X movie is missing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. What the heck? <laughs> you know? So I told my wife, y'all lose another movie. I'm, I'm, I'm canceling the, the blockbuster. So anyway, luckily, Netflix came along. I said, okay, look, honey, this is perfect. You make the list. They come in the mail. All you got to do is put it back in the mail. Oh, man. Then that became hard to do. They <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> Those movies. So I just You're went crazy. to the streaming. Yeah. So anyway, so I got I got Netflix from back in the day. That's twenty bucks. A, that's twenty dollars a month now with the multiple screens. Mm-hmm. Then I got Hulu. I don't want to go pick up Amazon Prime and HBO and BET and oh Disney's coming out with one in a couple of months. Oh, they are. You know, How so it's like I don't want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. they yank they yank their stuff from uh, Netflix. Wow. Right. That's rude of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, they you better watch it. Better watch it now. I know. Yeah, they moving to the next platform, yeah. you know, to get their content out and make their own money. So I mean, yeah. I get it, but I don't want. I also don't want to have five different services. It ain't even about the money. I mean, that, the money's part of it. But you know, you log out of this one, go to that one. Log out of this one, go to that one. Go, I mean, come on. Yeah, man. but they, just, it's gonna it's gonna be like in a minute. You gonna be able to sign in or log in through Facebook or something like that. And, you know. Kind of, you kind of go like that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Man, I guess so. Whatever. I mean, it's the system, man. They try to keep you. <laughs> no, for in. real, they got because they got to change with the times. They got to find a way that keeps the people connected and keeps them connected to the people. What are they watching? I, what are they doing? So, like, absolutely. So I tell you. So there is one service. I think it's called. Uh, it starts with an S. Slide oh, slang. Sling? Sling, mm-hmm. Sling, right. So my wife had Sling for a minute. So Sling kind of puts all of that together. Mm-hmm. 
in in one service for forty dollars a month, which is better. That's a lot. You have to. Do you That's have to? But, but do you have to like go back and forth between the apps, basically? No. no. Okay. No, it, it's no. So so Sling is one streaming service that picks up some. It picks up some live TV. It picks up some of the some of the other streaming shows and stuff and puts it in one place. So that's getting better. So that's that ultimately that's what's gonna happen. I mark my words. Mm-hmm. Another service is gonna come along that's gonna have a little bit of HBO, a mm-hmm. little bit of BET, a little bit of this, and then that's gonna be the new app service that everybody gonna yep. wanna get. So let me let me just add this for brevity real quick. Um you know they say that the best way to build up a network is to use black shows first. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all never, never heard, heard that. that. Mm-hmm. If y'all remember the WB mm-hmm. back in the day. Sure. They had a bunch of real, real, really, really good uh, African-American mm-hmm. shows. I don't know about that, but okay. Well, they were, they were funny enough <laughs> to build up their viewership. Yeah. Let me say that. Gotcha. Um, and so what I'm, what I'm saying to you as they are people that are in the industry understand the power of our um, of our viewership. Sure. The problem is, is we don't mm-hmm. understand it. Sure. Just like with our vote, just like in every aspect, our support is significant, and our disconnection from it is also very significant. So that's all I'm saying. I I, I think that as, as we look at this concept of Black uh, Hollywood. We got to see it as we are the commodity, mm-hmm. really. Even though you pay the 40 to 20 whatever, you can easily say, I'm going to buy out the contract. I'm not going to pay that no more. And this is it. But long term, they want viewership. They want you to be connected mm-hmm. to their <laughs> network. They want, they want mm-hmm. you. And so we have to understand how important, how valuable we are to the space. Absolutely. So, so really, so if you didn't listen to the the rest of that podcast, Reese, listen to the rest of it. There's a whole lot more to it than this guy losing the money. And there's another piece in there. Once you get to it, you're going to be like, oh, wow. So, Jocelyn, listen to it. Take a look. What did he, I want you to hear what, what did he say? Man, he got a perspective on Warren Buffett that blew me out of the water. Mm. And but I might he don't really he don't really think too highly of Warren Buffett. Listen to what I'm saying, man. Listen, listen to that piece about Warren Buffett. Listen to it. I'm telling you, man, it's powerful. It's powerful. Is that okay. the part where they talk where he talk about they don't even he doesn't have any money, but he has a cart that he, he borrows th- things <laughs> off of and he right, sells. Right, it. right. Yeah, and then, okay. And I, then I listen the, and, to it. So I'm then, trying to figure out what you're saying. What, and then what, the type of businesses that he went into and all that type of stuff, man. Okay, so basically it boils down to, man, we are an ATM for the rich and powerful. Mm. Not just black people, just people. We are we we are an ATM for the one percent. And we don't even realize it. We're fucking mm-hmm. idiots, okay? Mm-hmm. So man, the one, you got me about to listen to that, John, again. I'm dude. telling you, you need to listen to it, man. So what this guy basically say is, like, you can go get you a degree and get you a good-paying job, but you ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing shit. The average investor, you ain't making no money. What you need to do is a, get a business, find a business. That's when you're going to really start making some money. 
So wow. you, you two know me, and I you, you know the things that I say and and whatnot. I ain't gonna put it all out here, but you know, Jocelyn, you got something going on. You need to put it out there, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know, I've been pushing you since I was yeah. up there. <laughs> you know, um, and 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 I'll say this about myself. I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm only one part of a business that I want to do because I I, I want to be with other intelligent people to bring, to bring something else to whatever it is that I can put out there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, man, if there's some smart people out there in logistics and operations and finance and, you know, whatever, hit me up, you know, I, uh, so for you two, if you don't really know, so I, I updated, um, the, the podcast, uh, site, I added your name to it. I added a link to, uh, provide voicemails and everything. So anybody listening out there, I live in Texas. Hit me up, okay? <laughs> I got some great ideas. Uh, you know, uh, I might be able to bring some money to the table. I can provide operations oversight. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, we, we got to, like Reese is saying about relationships, you know, I'm willing to put in the time and the work to cultivate those relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm willing to put in the time and the work to do whatever it takes, you know, three years from now, five years, 10 years. I know it takes time to build stuff, you know? Um, so for sure, but Jocelyn, listen, listen to this podcast. I'm telling you, it's very, very yeah. no, it was dope. Powerful. It was, it was, it was dope. And I'll say, I'll say this much as we transition, I guess, because it sounds like we're in transition mm-hmm. mode. What he said, what he was saying was, was a lot of powerful things. But the fact of the matter is, is just seeing how many times he lost the money and got it back tells me he has some really powerful friends, too. Right. So, yes. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, he has some powerful friends. OK, first of all, he started off with a skill. He has a skill that he can he, do. He does. He, he does has a skill. Skills. And then he, he was. So what he said was, I can make the money. I just can't keep the money. <laughs> you know, it's the ah. same. It's the same problem that it's the same problem that these um, uh, people who win the lottery do. They win the money, but they can't keep it. Most people who win the lottery are broke within three, five, seven Mm -hmm. years. It's crazy. There was a man who won the lottery twice who is now broke. Wow. He need to start taking the small disbursements. That sounds like right. Or you know, you know, yeah. So there's all type of things out there that that you know that. That, you know, that are out there in the universe that people just don't pay attention to is weird. But I mean, I, I know, I know we're sheep. I understand that. I don't want to be sheep. You know, I would like to get out of that. So (laughs) I need some, you know, and I need some help. That's what I'm saying. I need some help. So I need some people in my life to get their shit together and come on with it. But it's a it's a very difficult thing to do to get people to be on your same page to 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 want to invest the time and the money that it takes to do you know whatever it is you're trying mm-hmm. to do you know. This is true. So. This is very true. Yeah. Okay. It'll come together. Yeah, it will. It ain't no thing, man. So okay, so this is Friday. We like I said, we normally record on Thursday. Everybody was kind of busy yesterday, so we'll go ahead and do this today, and uh, I'll try to get it out tomorrow for everybody. Okay. So, all right. 
thank you all for a good uh, a good show. I think I think we got two good segments to put in the can. For sure, good. for sure. For sure. I think it's only gonna get better and better and better and better. Agreed. Okay. All right, y'all have a good rest of the you day. You too. I got it. All right, back. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of My Life's a Roller Coaster. How's yours? We hope it was helpful or useful in some way. Feel free to send an email or leave a voice message to provide feedback, input, or suggestions on the topics. Until next week, have a great week and a wonderful weekend. Don't forget, don't do anything I wouldn't.